Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us today is Michael Raleigh, President and CEO of Group 10 Metals, which is known for platinum, palladium, nickel, copper, and cobalt in the Stillwater District of Montana. Mr. Raleigh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maurice. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back on the program, sir. In our last interview, we discussed the results from Group 10 Metals regarding high-grade and bulk tonnage targets in the Chrome Mountain and East Boulder areas of the 25-kilometer Stillwater West project. Since then, Group 10 Metals has released news from the flagship Stillwater West project and also announced results and updates from its Yukon and Ontario projects. Mr. Raleigh, for someone new to the story, who is Group 10 Metals and what are your targets and focus? Sure. Uh, Group 10 has been acquiring and consolidating quality projects in known mining jurisdictions since 2012. And the strategy there has been to build uh, world-class assets in three top-tier mining districts in Montana, in Ontario, and also in the Yukon. And we did that on terms that reflect the uh, market's discounts at that time. Uh, since the acquisition of our flagship Stillwater West project in 2017, we've been increasingly focused on monetizing those other non-core assets in order to focus on Stillwater, uh, which we see as having the potential to rapidly advance as a, as a truly world-class PGE nickel-copper-cobalt project. Uh, as a result, Group 10 is positioned with 100% ownership on large and highly prospective land positions in proven mining districts. Uh, at a time when the markets are turning and the appetite for acquisitions is returning. So that really is the point. We are uh, receiving uh, increased interest on our non-core assets, being the Yukon and Ontario projects, at a time when deals for these assets will help drive our uh, efforts in Montana at Stillwater. Maurice, for the benefit of our listeners, I'll give a short summary of the Yukon Ontario projects before we focus uh, on the flagship Stillwater project and our most recent news there for the, for the rest of the interview. Um, I'll refer here to a slide from our presentation uh, showing the Yukon project. This is the uh, Kluwani PGE nickel copper project in the Yukon, which is geologically similar to the Stillwater West project. They're both layered ultramafic magmatic systems. We are in the Kluwani Belt, which is shown here in red, a 600-kilometer belt that moves through BC and into Alaska, and is known for PGE nickel-copper uh, deposits, uh, of which the most advanced is the Wellgreen deposit, shown here in green, and that is 8 million ounces of PGEs and gold, plus also 4 billion pounds of nickel and copper. It's also got significant cobalt. We have the strike extension of that deposit up here, and uh, we have known showings in similar geological settings across the entire 255 square kilometer package that we control, which is shown in yellow here. The project's at an earlier stage than Stillwater, but it is highly prospective and it is attracting uh, real interest from the industry. In Ontario, we have the Black Lake Drayton Gold Project, which adjoins First Mining's Goldland Project and Treasury Metals Goliath Project. Both are high-grade gold resources and they share geology with our project. However, our ground has seen much less exploration for the past uh, two market cycles, and that therein lies the opportunity. Our most recent news announced results from a small till sampling program that demonstrated 
that the gold potential in the large uh, middle area of the project where there's this pervasive ground cover, which has limited past exploration interest, this is compelling because over 10 million ounces of gold has been discovered in the area using this exact same till sampling method. And the hits we are getting correspond to geophysical anomalies that we worked up uh, last year. So we're seeing good coincident results there and good potential. Uh, we also announced completion of the last of the Urnan deals at Black Lake Drayton, um, such that we now own a 100% interest in the entire package. Um, and that, together with the success of the recent till sampling program, has brought increased interest from the industry, uh, and we're now following up on that. Ms. Raleigh, thank you for an overview on the other assets in the project portfolio. On to the main event, the Stillwater West Project in Montana. Please provide a summary of that project and the thesis that you're attempting to prove. I'd be glad to. We have a fantastic asset in the Stillwater West project, and we are excited about the targets and potential we see there. As we've talked in the past, uh, as you know, Group 10 is alongside the Stillwater mines in the iconic Stillwater Igneous Complex. The district is well known as the highest grade major PGE district in the world and the largest PGE deposit by far in the Western Hemisphere. Sabanier uh, out of South Africa bought the Stillwater mines for $2.2 billion in 2017, which was around the time we were making our first acquisitions there. Um, our ground was historically owned by Stillwater and has been mined for a number of commodities, including high-grade nickel and copper, as well as PGEs and chrome. So, in broad strokes, we are the first to systematically consolidate the land package database and team and target Platt Reef-style platinum palladium nickel copper deposits there. These are 100 plus million ounces PGE deposits with significant values of other metals, in particular nickel and copper, but also rhodium, cobalt and chrome. Um, and they're found in the northern limb of the Bushfeld complex in South Africa. Um, what's significant there is that the Bushfeld and Stillwater complexes are both large igneous uh, systems and there are many uh, known geologic parallels between the two. Uh, work in the 1990s and 2000s in Bushfeld complex led to the discovery and development of the Platte Reef mines, uh, but that progression was essentially interrupted at Stillwater. Uh, based on everything we've seen, we see the potential to complete that progression and discover these massive Platte Reef type deposits at Stillwater. Um, it's important to note that thesis took a big step forward late last year when Dr. David Broughton, the uh, key member of the discovery team at Ivanhoe's uh, 112 million ounce flat reef project, joined our team and confirmed that potential. So we acquired the project in 2017 and we are now in the middle of a series of news releases to reveal what we found to date and to lay out our priority targets and plans for 2019. You know, speaking of South Africa, uh, Mr. Raleigh, in our previous interviews, you've alluded to a possibility of mine closures in South Africa as a potential catalyst for Group 10 metals. We may have some interesting developments coming from South Africa. What can you share with us? And as a reminder for our audience, 78% platinum comes from South Africa, and these mines are not earning their cost of capital, and there's also a number of geopolitical concerns there that really bode well for the value proposition of platinum. Absolutely. There, there are basically two types of platinum mines in South Africa. You've got the 
the narrow high-grade reef-type mines and the bulk tonnage mines uh, on the Platte Reef in the north. Uh, many of the high-grade producers have been sub-economic now for years and have been underfunded as a result, as you just mentioned. Um, and that's partly because narrow high-grade mining is always more expensive per ton than bulk mining. And it's also because these mines are simply getting deep and hot and, and unsafe to, uh, to work in. Uh, as a result, analysts are predicting the closure of a number of these South African uh, higher-grade producers uh, in the coming year or two, and it's expected uh, to be a significant driver of platinum price as a result of that, that decreased supply. By contrast, the Platte Reef District is known for its thick mineralized intervals that are very amenable to bulk mining. good example of that is the Mahalaquena mine, which Anglo-American operates in the Platte Reef District. Uh, which is currently producing platinum at less than $400 per ounce from four pits, along with palladium, nickel, copper, and other metals. We've got a picture of it there uh, on page uh, 23 of our presentation. And uh, Ivanhoe's adjoining Platte Reef Mine, is, which is now in development, uh, will have similar economics. Uh, so we have a lot of interest from industry in finding the equivalent Platte Reef in Montana, and uh, to date we have every indication that it's there at Stillwater. Michael, let's move from South Africa and go to your flagship project, the Stillwater West, which is located in Montana, to discuss the latest <coughs> press release regarding the Camp Zone target areas. The Camp Zone target area is the fifth of 14 kilometer scale target areas across the 25 kilometer Stillwater West project. We see that of the 14 target areas are Platte Reef type targets. Those are shown in blue here. Uh, and uh, like past news releases detailing the west side of the project, we have high grade PGE reef type targets on the north of the claim block. That would be up here in the red. And uh, the bulk tonnage Platte Reef style targets in the lower portion of the uh, in the in the basal portion in the basal zones of the Stillwater complex, so in the lower portion of the claim block. Uh, what's worth noting about Camp Zone target area? It has a lot of historic drilling by Amax in the late 1960s and early 1970s, and that successfully targeted nickel and copper sulfides in the basal zone. Holes in this area, in particular. Uh, resulted in the delineation of a continuous zone of nickel copper sulfide mineralization in the basal series ranges from 15 to 110 meters in thickness and runs uh, over about one and a half kilometers strike averaging 0.42 percent nickel and 0.23 percent copper uh, that's shown very well in this slide here where you see the heart of it with those lovely pge hits and uh and nickel and copper. We have uh, limited platinum and palladium assays, unfortunately. However, we do have composite assays over select intervals, and these demonstrate uh, thick intervals of PGE enrichment uh, running up to 1.4 gram palladium uh, plus platinum. Mr. Raleigh, overall, how would you grade the results thus far from the first five target areas? The first five Platte Reef style target areas have demonstrated that the kilometer scale conductive highs that we're seeing uh, across Stillwater do in fact contain nickel and copper sulfides in both rock samples and drill core. Uh, and that also that they are enriched in PGEs, cobalt, uh, chrome, and other commodities. 
Um, so that's essential insight to have uh, as it confirms the correct setting for plat reef style deposits in the presence of significant uh, and continuous mineralization in those areas, which group 10 can expand upon. The results at Camp Zone in particular uh, position it as one of the three most advanced target areas at Stillwater West. Uh, and that's important because we have such an enormous land position and a very large number of compelling targets across that 25 kilometers of strike. So we need to use that historic data to vector in on areas that can be advanced rapidly to resource delineation stage. Um, so the known mineralized zone at Camp Zone, like the one we announced in February at the hybrid zone, uh, provides us with exactly that. It's a starting point to build a potential resource upon. Both show substantial mineralized zones. They're both drilled with shallow holes and without geophysics or optimization. And they're both open for expansion in terms of both grade and size. And our work in 2019 will focus on, on doing exactly that. Uh, it's also worth noting that uh, AMAX's work at Camp Zone uh, included valuable, uh, basic but valuable metallurgical tests, which show that standard flotation techniques from the 1970s can be used for effective nickel and copper sulfide recovery, uh, and along with a significant PGE component. This is uh, great information to have, um, and it's uh, especially for some of the conversations that we're having with large and very large mining companies that have expressed interest in our work at Stillwater. Gears, can you comment on the price moves that we've been seeing in platinum and palladium? We're really in some unprecedented territory here. Uh, palladium has indeed been on a tear uh, and has been worth more than gold for some time now. The price, of course, is driven by supply and demand, and the supply of physical palladium has been dwindling for years now, while consumption of both palladium and platinum, driven mostly by the automobile sector for use in catalytic converters, has been rising steadily. In addition, palladium was less affected by the switch away from diesel vehicles, as palladium is generally used more in gas applications, while Platinum can be used in both diesel and gas engines. Um, we've talked about gold and silver ratios in the past and how they historically stay within a certain range. The same is true of palladium and platinum. And at some point, auto manufacturers will switch back to platinum and the prices will shift. Uh, if you add to that the expected closure of platinum mines in South Africa, uh, you have a very uh, bullish case for platinum. At Stillwater, we have both platinum and palladium. We also have rhodium, and uh, we have the technology metals, nickel, copper, and cobalt. So we're excited. Sir, before we close, what is the next unanswered question for Group 10 Metals? When should we expect results, and what determines success? It is a continuation of our series of news releases uh, with the Iron Mountain target area. This is the single most advanced area on the project, uh, so we're looking forward to making that release and discussing those results. In addition, we are finalizing our targets and exploration plans for 2019 across the project, and that will be released in the coming weeks as well. The project is at an exciting point where the only unknowns are the good unknowns. Uh, we have brought together a truly remarkable land position database and team and our exploration programs in the next two or three years will show exactly what we have in terms of size and grade. Um, it's early days. We have a 10 million market cap, a great team, 
And our neighbor was bought for $2.2 billion. Uh, I think 2019 will be a banner year. Finally, what did I forget to ask? Uh, funding and exploration plans are usually on uh, people's minds, so let's just touch on that in closing. Uh, in terms of funding, we raised $1.2 million late last year, and we have about $2.7 million uh, of in-the-money warrants, which are callable, and in fact, which are coming in now to fund our current operations. We also had some very good meetings at the recent trade shows in Vancouver and Toronto, and uh, those conversations are ongoing with an eye to driving our best year yet at Stillwater West. Uh, we look forward to making further announcements in the coming weeks. Mr. Raleigh, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Group Tin Metals, please share the website address. Be glad to. The website is www.group10metals.com. That is G-R-O-U-P-T-E-N-M-E-T-A-L-S.com. And as a reminder, Group 10 Metals trades on the TSXV symbol PGE and on the OTCQB symbol PGEZF. For direct inquiries, please contact Chris Ackerman at 604-357-4790, extension 1. That number again is 604-357-4790, extension 1. He may also be reached at info at group 10 Metals. Com. And as a reminder, Group 10 Metals is a sponsor, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's interview. And last but not least, please visit ProvenAndProbable.com, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. You may reach us at contact at ProvenAndProbable.com. Michael Raleigh of Group 10 Metals, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Murray. Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.